0: Well, to everyone who's just waking up this morning, congratulations. You haven't seen him yet, I'm sure, but Chip is on his way to see you. He's going to see every one of you.
1: Yeah, making personal visits today. <laughs> and I uh, hope you're decent. I <laughs> just want to just personally just say, hey, thanks for listening to Chip and Eric Read Through the Bible. That's it. Because, Eric, today is day 127. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty and cool. So it is a very important day. It is. Day one twenty seven. 127 matters. Yeah, It really does, because we're talking about covenant promises today. And because we're reading the Bible. Good. Either or.
0: All right, so yesterday we read a bunch of psalms about a bunch of covenants that God made with uh, Abraham and with David and even with Moses. And so yesterday we read all about those covenants, and today we're actually going to read the narrative passage of God making this promise to David, and I've been talking about it in our time for a couple of days, but in their time probably a couple of weeks. So yeah. here it finally comes. Yeah. Day 127, 2 Samuel Samuel 7. When King David was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all the surrounding enemies, the king summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of God is
1: out there in a tent. Nathan replied to the king saying... Go ahead and do whatever you have in mind, for the Lord is with you.
0: But that same night the Lord said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord has declared. Are you the one to build a house for me to live in? I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. I have always moved from one place to another with a tent and a tabernacle as my dwelling. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's tribal leaders, the shepherds of my people. I have never asked them, Why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house?
1: Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I'll make your name as famous as anyone who has ever lived on the earth, and I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them, and they've done as they've done in the past. Starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore,
0: the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod, like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in this vision.
1: David's prayer of thanks. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord and prayed, Who am I, O Sovereign Lord? And what is my family that you brought me this far? And now, Sovereign Lord, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty. Do you deal with everyone this way, O Sovereign Lord? What more can I say to you? You know what your servant
0: is really like, Sovereign Lord. Because of your promise and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known to your servant.
1: How great you are, O Sovereign Lord! There is no one like you. We have never, ever heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people Israel? What other nation, O God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations and gods that stood in their way. You made Israel your very own people forever, and you, O Lord, became their God.
0: And now, O Lord God, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. Confirm it as a promise that will last forever. And may your name be honored forever, so that everyone will say, The Lord of heaven's armies is God over Israel. And may the house of your servant David continue before you
1: forever. O Lord of heaven's armies, God of Israel, I have been bold enough to pray this prayer to you because you have revealed all this to your servant, saying, I will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For you are God, O sovereign Lord, your words are truth, and you have promised these good things to your servant. And now may it please you to bless the house of your servant, so that it may continue forever before you. For you have spoken, and when you grant a blessing to your servant, O sovereign Lord, it is an eternal blessing."
0: Now, First Chronicles chapter 17. I hope everyone really enjoyed that chapter. I hope everyone really enjoyed that because here we go again. When David was settled in his palace, he summoned Nathan the prophet. Look, David said, I am living in a beautiful cedar palace, but the ark of the Lord's covenant is out there under a tent.
1: Nathan replied to David, do whatever you have in mind for God is with you.
0: But that same night, God said to Nathan, Go and tell my servant David, This is what the Lord has declared. You are not the one to build a house for me to live in. I have never lived in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt until this very day. My home has always been a tent moving from one place to another in a tabernacle. Yet no matter where I have gone with the Israelites, I have never once complained to Israel's leaders, the shepherds of my people. I have never asked them, Why haven't you built me a beautiful cedar house?
1: Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of heavens, armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I've been with you forever or wherever you have gone and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I'll make your name as famous as anyone who's ever lived on the earth. I'll provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule my people Israel, and I will defeat all your enemies.
0: Furthermore, I declare that the Lord will build a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and join your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, one of your sons, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for me. And I will secure his throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. I will never take my favor from him as I took it from the one who ruled before you. I will confirm him as king over my house and my kingdom for all time, and so his throne will be secure forever. So Nathan went back to David and told him everything the Lord had said in his vision.
1: David's prayer of thanks. <laughs> then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he prayed this, Who am I, O Lord, and what is my family that you have brought me this far? And now, O God, in addition to everything else, you speak of giving your servant a lasting dynasty. You speak as though I were someone very great, O Lord God.
0: What more can I say to you about the way you have honored me? You know what your servant is really like. For the sake of your servant, O Lord, and according to your will, you have done all these great things and have made them known.
1: O Lord, there is no one like you. we never even heard of another God like you. What other nation on earth is like your people Israel? What other nation, O God, have you redeemed from slavery to be your own people? You made a great name for yourself when you redeemed your people from Egypt. You performed awesome miracles and drove out the nations that stood in your way, or their way. You chose Israel to be your very own people forever, and you, O Lord, became their God.
0: And now, O Lord, I am your servant. Do as you have promised concerning me and my family. May it be a promise that will last forever. And may your name be established and honored forever, so that everyone will say, The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, is Israel's God. And may the house of your servant David continue before you forever.
1: O my God, I have been bold enough to pray to you, because you have revealed to your servant that you will build a house for him, a dynasty of kings, for you are God, O Lord, and you have promised these good things to your servant. And now it has pleased you to bless the house of your servant, so that it will continue forever before you. For when you grant a blessing, O Lord, it is an eternal blessing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Awesome. Okay. I like the fact that we read that twice. I do too. Yeah. We didn't skip it like some Chip and Eric's would do. Oh, like Chap and Derek? <laughs> yeah. Yes. We went after it. We did. And It was good. Very good. Yeah. Great very passage. important. Very yep. very pivotal. Kind of a game changing passage. passage it really, really. is. I mean,
0: it didn't change God's plan, but it's no. a game changer for us to understand it this way.
1: It's a game changer. Yeah. Sure is. So, what do you think, Chip? Yeah, I really liked. You know. Um, you know. So you had um, Nathan rela- uh, relating to David, and then David, you just kind of expressing his. His gratitude and his thanks and his praise to God for all these things and um, I think coming out of that you know it's one thing to say thank you um, with our mouth it's another thing to say thank you with your life mm-hmm. and so David you know, makes that claim and he says now oh Lord I am your servant you know basically you know I'm there you know to serve you because of what you've done for me and, and I think that's what um really challenges me, you know, so I want to serve God because of what he has done for me. Mm-hmm. It's a way to say thank you, you know, and I say thank you to God and I praise him for all kinds of things, salvation, forgiveness, you know, all that stuff. Um, but I've come to learn too that and David's the example, you know, you know, I am your servant, you know, you've done this for me, I am here, you know. To live my life, to say thank you for what you've done for me, and I think we can all do that. So your 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 words are an act of thanks, but also your your acts of obedience, mm-hmm. your your service. You know the things you do for other people can be done. You know ultimately it's for God and what He's done for you, and and we do it in a way that doesn't bring attention to ourselves, but it gives praise and honor and glory to God for who He is and what He's done. So. I say this, you know, many times, you know, it's all for you, all because of you, mm-hmm. because we are his servants. It's awesome. It's a takeaway. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I also
0: love that he says um, both times it's recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what your servant is really like, yeah. and it's pretty cool that you know all of these failures that we are going to see in David. God God knew they were in there. He knew. And David knew they were in there cuz he's expressing that to God. Hmm. So True. Pretty awesome. But yeah, the the whole the instinct of God tells David, you're going to be the greatest, and David turns around and says, then I'm a servant. Yeah. And then later what Jesus is going to say is if you want to be the greatest, you have to become a servant. Yeah. So like just that instinct of David's to know mm. That he's, yeah, I think that's cool. Mm. Hey, so where's Jesus? I mean, this is the one I've been talking about where we were going to go. Some interesting verbiage in the passage. I don't want to read too much into it. But like, when you're died and buried with your ancestors, I'll raise up one of your descendants. So that could mean that, that he's going to take that descendant and and pick him up and put him on the throne. But also we know that that descendant is Jesus and that he will be raised up yeah. as we're about to celebrate Easter. Uh, I'll make his kingdom strong. We know the kingdom of God is is powerful, um, and nothing can overcome it. Gates of hell won't prevail against it. Mm. Uh, he's the one who'll build a temple for my name. We are indwelt by the Holy Spirit and become his temple by the name of Jesus and the work of Jesus on the cross and in the empty tomb. Mm. Secure his royal throne forever. Jesus had no children, and so it, the throne ends with him. He yeah. is the king. Exactly. The end. Hard end. stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be his father, yes, and he'll be my son. And then, so that's that ultimate fulfillment talking. This this is about, part of it's about Solomon because he's the one yeah, who's going to build right, the temple. Right, right, sure. Right? But the ultimate fulfillment, there are claims in here that can't possibly be true of Solomon. Like Solomon's still, he's dead, so yeah. he's not on the throne forever, right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, the ultimate fulfillment is Jesus. And so we jump back to Solomon. If he sins, I'll correct and discipline him with the rod. So this isn't a statement that Jesus could have sinned. Rather, it's about Solomon. So it's going back to the initial fulfillment of that. So love that. Love that passage. Love the instinct of David to know that the greatest is a servant. I think that's pretty amazing as well. It is. So, yeah, that's where Jesus is in this passage. And when we see... How this kind of plays out, and we'll see it in the New Testament as well, um, mm. David's in that lineage, and it leads right down to Jesus. So,
1: Very good. Pivotal go. passage today. Yeah.
0: Very pivotal. Game
1: changer. Hey, guys, we're so proud of you. Have a great day. Please leave some comments, Some just some encouraging words today. Yeah, do that. We could really use some. Yeah. Just, you know, just say something encouraging. Yeah. And then um, we'll just... And Chip will see you in a few minutes. Yeah, just be ready. He sounds, he sounds <laughs> really Sausage <now>. and bacon. <laughs>